The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the expressor and do not necessarily represent those of the owner, management, or anyone else. This program is meant for mature listeners, and some of the language and topics may not be suitable for younger or sensitive individuals. If you are easily offended, or have a delicate constitution, you may want to turn the program off now. The program uses facts, fiction, sarcasm, and parody, and any references to specific individuals that may or may not have done something, is based on something found on the internet. Use discretion when listening and always feel free to double check our information if you want. The kid! talking all i'm anvil and we've got a special guest with us my nephew from north carolina pd so he's one of our faithful listeners when he's on the road and Petey. Uh, Petey. 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 now, now i remember a movie that had a character named Petey in it the bird the bird that's right it was the bird his head fell off his fucking head <laughs> fell off yep. man there we go <laughs> Missing the uh, the uh, technical way to join the yeah, yeah. So, yes. But that's uh, so all. He's here. You know, the funny thing is, is we actually have guests lined up to like to be on the show. Uh, we've got uh, one of the characters from uh, the yeah, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, it was the three oh, movies. Mister. Yep. Mister Roger. No, no, the guy from Australia, and the guy from California. And they did the movies with the... Everyone thought it was a ghost at first, but it turned out to be an alien. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Yeah. I know you're I, yeah. You know, but we can't talk about aliens on it because he's been warned off by the men in black, which we're going to talk about a little bit more. Yeah, that's uh, true. No, yeah. seriously. Like, we, I, I've been going back and forth with him, and I got... He agreed to do the show with us uh, with the stipulation that UFOs would not be discussed. He's that afraid, you know, like yep. they really put the scare into him. So it's some pretty fucked up shit. Uh, yeah. But, on a side note, you probably didn't notice it because you weren't paying attention. Cause you're, yeah, 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 I'm yeah. yapping a lot. Yeah. Uh, this is episode number 99. Wow. Next one we do, whenever that might be, because right. we're anything if not inconsistent, uh, we'll be episode 100. Wow. So That's a pretty big deal. That is a pretty well, big deal. Well, it took us a while to get here, probably longer than most, but yeah, it is. Hmm. So we probably should think about that a little bit. Yeah, what we're going to do for the 100th show. Recaps. Because I've been listening to some of the old stuff. I thought I was trying to get things synced up on the new website and listening to stuff. And <coughs> some, of, some of our early stuff was classic. <laughs> yeah, classic, all right. Classic. And it's funny because some of the stuff is in, in our early stuff from three, four years ago, the stuff we're talking about now that's actually... Transpiring, yeah, oh, that's yeah. super Transpiring. poignant too. Because, yeah. like I was saying, on the road, I have nothing but time to kill, so I back backlog, right? And it's actually 
what he what Anvil just said is pretty much spot on. Like it's it's kind of crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually asked his wife yesterday if she ever listened to the show, and she threw up her hands in disgust and said she just can't she just can't do it. Which is <laughs> which is which is actually in the grand scheme of things probably a good thing. A yeah. good thing for my marriage that she doesn't yeah. listen to yeah. it. <laughs> Enough said on that topic, but uh, but well, psychic um, abilities are definitely working on that aspect. Yeah, I yeah. I should not listen to this. God, yeah, pretty much. So uh, it's been a couple weeks, actually. I think our last show was in the middle of February, if I remember the dates right. Mm-hmm. So it's been been a little less than a month, but yeah. a, lot of, a lot of stupid shit's still happening. There's still, I know. Last time we talked, you were on a political hiatus. You were. Mm-hmm. You had you had censored yourself from yes, all things political. I did. I did. Thank I, God that's I, over because <laughs> it was a boring show. Me just knowing all the knowing all the dumb dumbass rhetoric that was going on, um, but it's still gone. It's still gone. He's still a doddering old fool that just keeps making more and more mistakes. And I I honestly like was a Chinese I, balloon. You've heard the show. You've heard the show. Obviously, you listen. The, the audience knows I've made. You know, I was steadfast in my prediction that he'd be gone by December of last year. I kept saying yeah. December, 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 December. There's no way he makes it back December. Well, he made it past December and made me look like an idiot. No, he's gonna so, I still don't think he's going to. No, and I, I told him yesterday, I said, you know, I, I can't make any more predictions. I was so wrong about it. But I just can't well, see him going past the summer. I can't. No, I, 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 can't I can't see either. it now. I just There's no he, way. There's just no way. He's too good at what he does, which is distract. Mm. He's 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 the he he's a distraction. He's a great distraction. He does stupid shit, and the media runs with it. Kind of, sort of runs with it, and everyone else gets upset about it. And other shit slips by that he's doing. And well, you know, he's never. I am firmly convinced we have no idea who's in control of the government. No, we don't. One hundred percent, we don't. It's not. It's not Biden. No, no it's no. his staff. His, his his staff that serves him in the White House. Are the ones that are making the major decisions? Well, and I'm not. Yeah, I I think they're. This chief of staff. Someone, really someone, someone's pulling their strings too, but. Um, Think tanks, whatever. It's, so. you know, a lot of things have popped up in the last three, four weeks. Um, the 2030 agenda with the UN, yeah. the fact that he's getting us into some kind of fucking deal with the WHO, and that's going to turn. And I don't know how this. Can, I don't know how this can happen, but. He's basically signing over to the WHO the ability to declare health emergencies right. for us. Right. Yes. For us. Yep. United States. Yep. Under our Constitution. Which is wild, dude. Fucking CCP-controlled WHO is going to make determinations about what considered health emergency what's not. It's wild. It's, it's going to get crazy. It's going to get crazy. Well, he. Uh, well, we got another stimulus package going to Ukraine this Friday. They're going to announce well, it too. This Friday, we'll talk, we'll talk billions and billions and billions of dollars more going to Ukraine for this war that we're financing completely at this point. So CIA is over there already, and they got they've their been fucking, over there. They've got their wet <laughs> teams in there and all this yeah. shit. I think right from the get go they've been. There. Oh, definitely. No, no. Yeah. They cuz we were we were over there as advisors training yes. them b- before the invasion, you know. So <laughs> excuse me. Yeah. So there's yeah, the the public I think overall the public is getting tired of that. Tired of that. Oh yeah, no. I and the polls are starting to reflect that. You know, they're, they're, this is ridiculous. We're, we could add free health care, universal, we could add 
Uh, we could have solved hunger for children well, and all there, Americans. We could have solved the homelessness problem in America with the money we spent on this I mean, one war. It's we're not even in the war. Well, the, the new push now, and it's not the new push, it's an old push that they're making new again, is that, you know, they're more convinced now than ever before that Zelensky's a Nazi. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah. I'm, but, but, but it was... <laughs> no, no, he's a Jew. He's a Jew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's a Jew. No, 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 no. No, he's no. pure, pure Nazi. Yep. Um, things they've done. I. First of all, first of all, it won't happen with Biden. But we need to get the fuck out of the UN. UN needs to be done. <laughs> Kicked out. Of done. New York City. Done. <laughs> they send them to Zurich or wherever. <laughs> One, two, any organization, like. It would be like the president here pulled, created a committee for human rights violations, and on that committee to oversee human rights violations was Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, <laughs> Son of Sam, and a few others. And this was your your select committee to oversee people committing atrocities yeah. other humans. The fact that China's on there, Venezuela, yeah. Russia, Iran. I can't think of the other ones that are in how how yeah, how actually, do you even how do you even think you have any credibility? Iran's actually at the head of the human rights council. Yes, because right it's their yeah. turn. Yeah, yeah. It's their turn. Yeah, it's their turn. They yeah. they <laughs> Iran. They 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 won the toss. North, North Korea is their back. Oh yes, North, yeah. North Korea. North Korea is into it. No, I mean you say that in jest, but there's a lot of truth to it. No, I know. It's I know. great. Yeah. It, you know, you can't script this shit. China, is there is there any doubt that they are committing genocide with the with the the Uyghurs? Is that how you say Uyghurs? Yeah. Uh, yeah that they are that they are harvesting body parts of people. I, but they're not doing anything. Forced abortions. You know. But they got away from that because their population suffering now. But yeah, I was before. reading about that. Yeah. Well, population suffering pr- that pretty heavily. Forced yeah. sterilization. So yeah. it's, you know, uh, God, I lost track. Okay, anyway, so yeah, so Zelensky Nazi. Zelensky Nazi. I think we need to have some criteria that says, okay, at the start of it, we were all into it and. But now that it's come out that we're probably this is, this is like fucking COVID. <laughs> we should we should have instead of when we knew things were wrong, saying this isn't right, we double and triple down for another couple of years. Right. Once we kind of knew things weren't you know, mm-hmm. and the reports are out that you know they're they're housing their troops in the basements of buildings where people are living, so that when the bomb hits the building. They're saying they're killing civilians. It's just we need to say that's an, that's it that's it that's it that's it. You know I get it. Sucks that we're gonna pull this support. Maybe get it. Putin's a little crazy, but maybe he wasn't wrong. He said that this mm-hmm. is a Nazi country. You know it's it'd be like if if Mexico if Mexico all of a sudden in Mexico. The drug cartel said fuck it. We're, we're done of playing with the puppet. Governments, we're just eliminating the governments. We're taking over the whole shit shitload of everything. Mexico is now going to be one giant cartel state, mm-hmm. and whoever 
Trump says, well, fuck that. You're, you're, you're a drug cartel. You are considered a terrorist organization. And we declare war on Mexico because now they're being run by drug cartels, which are being run by drug cartels so, now. Yeah, right, yeah. How would we feel if people started, you know, everyone started shipping weapons and no, I, arms I, I, and, right. you know. See, no, it's it's all a matter of perspective. We're in the position now, though, that if we do not keep following through, Ukraine mm-hmm. will collapse. They don't have the, the materials. The they collapse. do not have the manpower. The manpower is really where they're the suffering. The collapse. Then, you know, the news here isn't really reporting it, but they're they're taking heavy casualties too. Then the collapse. Russia's population is three times their size. They have unlimited resources the, in comparison to Ukraine. The only winner, the only winner in this is China. Because so. Russia is depleting its manpower and armed forces. I gotcha. We are depleting our our, our armed forces <laughs> in, in military. We, we can't make enough ammunition. Nope. And anything we're making, we're sending it over there. Yep. China's just waiting, just waiting, buying this time. The only thing keeping China out of America are the armed citizens. I, I guarantee you, that's only, and as it is, they're just fucking, they sent some balloons all over. Did we talk about the balloons last time on the show? Do we have the balloon talk? Yeah, we had the balloon talk. We had the balloon talk, yeah, okay, yeah, so it's yeah. been that long. Yeah. You guys didn't talk about the green lights in Hawaii, though. No, we didn't no. talk about. You guys know what I'm referencing? That, yeah, there was all kinds of green laser lights and it's lights. fucking oh, crazy. Yeah, it looked yeah, like almost yeah. like uh, advanced lidar technology. Oh, I did see something about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I we're just oh, we're, we're just we're just we're just we're just the only the only winner in this is gonna be China. Well, you know, I. I I, uh, I I I know where you're going, and, uh, and you're correct. You know, um, I just uh, I would point out that uh, uh, as bad as it looks, and it it is pretty bad from a lot of perspectives. Um, but China has its own issues, um, and there is massive, and it's not come to light yet, but it will. It will when China goes to invade Taiwan. Massive corruption within their military. Well, well let's hope and, they invade Taiwan. And, Let's and skip over Taiwan and come right to the fucking West Coast, okay? And, Let's hope they practice on Taiwan a little bit before they take the next step into our fucking country. Yeah. I, I think things with yeah. China are going to heat up a lot faster, and it's probably going to be this year than people realize. We just had the incident, you know, where the, the uh, Chinese jet fighter was right. 500 feet off the wing right. of the, uh, the American uh, jet. Uh, more incidents like that are going to happen because they're imposing their will. They're going to try and impose their will. And there's going to be an accident. And when it's posturing. Ac- yeah. yeah. And when the accident happens, that's when shit goes south. Yeah. You know, and it only takes one there's, or two accidents yeah, for shit to get out of that's, control. That's I don't think it'd be like... That's when the UFO is involved. I don't... Oh, the aliens I don't, you know, I don't see any... It's an alien attack! I don't see any kind of nuclear reaction or anything like that, but definitely there will be armed conflict. There's no doubt in my mind between us and China. But we're, Zero amount. And I, and I tell this show that the dogs are worried because we're on... We're being battle, in battle on so many fronts. So we got China fucking around. We got Russia fucking around the Ukraine. We got sending all our fucking resources and money to Ukraine. You know, and the Jews are about to we, bomb the shit out of Iran. Yeah. <laughs> well, God, yeah. well, at least yeah. Israel's the, not going to let Iran least, have a nuclear weapon. No, it's, it's not going to happen. No. At least so, someone's taking a proactive action. They're not going to wait for Biden to say, okay, they're just going to do what they're going to do. I mean, do. I was just reading, they're almost at what, like 80, almost 90% enrichment. Yeah. Like yeah. they're right on the they're yeah. right on the cusp. Israel's not going to let that happen. No, fuck and no. They, they don't can't. care what we say, they're just going to bomb the fuck out of them. And you know, they shouldn't care what we say. At the end of the day, I kind of agree with what Amber was saying. Like, if they. 
If it happens, if, if Ukraine <laughs> yeah, fucking no. collapses, it fucking collapses. We're, yeah. we're, we're no yeah. one's best friend right now. And Israel needs to do what Israel needs to do. Yep, 100%. Yeah. But we're, we're under attack from the bullshit from the UN, bullshit from, from the, the WHO. From within. Within, we got yeah. trails derailing, we got toxic waste, we got and pollution. Black Lives Matter, yep. No, I'm just... <laughs> Terrorist You know, groups. for yeah, a week, we was... What, a dozen train derailments and truck yep. derailments and factories catching on fire downtown Chicago? Yep. Huh? You know, uh, what? Eco-terrorists? Eco-terrorists. Oregon, Washington State, Washington, California. Uh, uh, Walmart's closing up both their stores in Portland. Did oh, you know shit. This? Good. They, it was oh, announced yeah. today. That's it. They're out. They can't take it anymore. Yeah, fuck Out. Them. Fuck them. them. Good. You don't say. <laughs> I'm not kidding. No more Good Walmarts in Portland, Oregon. Fuck Good them. Done. Good for them. <laughs> you know, is it, is it a coordinated attack? Is it something... Are there are there super cells been activated? They're going around because if damn, if I were dude. if I were an insurgent in a country looking to cause mm-hmm. havoc in a country that already had a lot of fucking problems, I'd be looking at because I think we did this in you know World War Two in <laughs> France and it, taking out trains, yeah. taking out lines of transport, fucking with fucking with making a whole area unsustainable. Yes, polluting a water supply that goes to yeah, dude. Two thirds of the country, you know, it's basic strategy, and like people don't realize, you know, our our, our lines of transportation, truck drivers. There's only so many arteries that run east, west, north, right. south. You take that that up, your whole infrastructure is fucked. Yep, absolutely shot. And they like like he just said, they took out trains. Okay. And I don't believe in coincidence, man. All this shit happening back to back to back to back. What I what, what's really curious to me is that they're reporting it, because I think if it was something nefarious, that they wouldn't necessarily report it. Uh, I think that's where the internet's played a double edge. It's a lot of stuff now is getting out because it just has it's just too many people. Too many with these things with a camera, phone, and, and a voice and a platform are getting it out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, things like the the food like. Okay, gas prices are coming down a little bit. I'm gonna well, you dump the shit more. To, well, yeah, because we had nothing the reserve system. Right. But food prices are still through the goddamn roof. Eight dollars a car. And I use <laughs> I use my I use my package of instant mashed potatoes as a guide of how the inflation's going. There you go. Because this shit was a buck. No, wasn't it? Wasn't the Walmart brand? It was right. it was a you know. Highfalutin name brand? Pilly, pilly, pilly potato puffs. <laughs> it, and then jumped to 112. Like, ah, oh, here it comes, here it comes. Right, right. It, it's up to a buck 44. It's gone up 44%. Yeah, that's right. A, a, a package of instant potatoes has gone up 44 cents. I like... In, I like, in the last six to eight months. I, I like the cheap spaghetti sauce at Walmart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's expensive. Fucking, the great value. It used to make 98 cents. Yeah. It's a dollar eighteen now. Yeah. dollar eighteen a can. At least. You know, so. Yeah, so. I mean, we just, it's funny you're talking about that because I was just, I, I, got, I sound like a curmudgeon. I, I'm bitching to my wife about it. I said, these fucking eggs, they're eight. So this is in North Carolina. <laughs> eight dollars a carton at all these or all these eight dollars a carton for one watermelon it was ten dollars i should have took pictures but i was so disgusted i said this is fucking retarded oh i, I probably can't say that word but it was fucking retarded what, retarded <laughs> yeah, yeah retarded yeah we had to go with fully retarded, but... parked in a whole episode on the word retarded 
sure they did. I'm sure they did. But it is. I mean, it's it's absolutely insane. And like, I'm not saying I'm not rich by any means. We do okay. Right. The average person that doesn't do okay or is barely scraping to get by, how the fuck are they able to feed yeah. a family of five? Right. The people right above the um, the food stamp. You know, they make just enough That's right us. above that. That's you know, us. Those are the people I think are really hurting in this economy. That's us. We're yeah. a dollar too rich for those goddamn benefits. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yep. and you so. know, it's 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 quite literally insanity, man. That's so along with the toxic clan, I want to talk about the fifteen minute cities. Yeah. And I and I touched upon this the last show. Yes, you did. Because it was something that was being actually tried in England, mm-hmm. but they're pushing for it. It's a it's a UN thing. So basically. And, and part of that is a toxic area like like East Palestine, mm-hmm. Ohio, it's and a I, guess, trial run, I can man. see that be I can see that being a, a test case, a trial run, because the land's toxic and polluted. That everyone has to leave, yep. but they're not going to be given a choice but leaving. They're just going to ship them off to one of these fifteen-minute cities, where everything is facial recognition, biometrics, uh, traffic cams, whatever cams. And sounds a lot like China. You're, you're not allowed outside the city. Nineteen eighty four. Yeah. You know, so that's that. That's also a UN backed twenty thirty make the world better. We initiative. got the climate lockdowns coming too. Climate yeah. lockdowns climate coming. Lockdowns, yeah. yeah. I mean, you had brought outside that up. today. Pollution's above a certain level. Yeah, dude. <laughs> so. You had brought that up last, and I was like, "What the fuck is 15? And then you know, I go on uh, uh, the, the the social medias, and I see. 15 minutes. I'm like, what the fuck? In fact, Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland that's put in. They want to be one of the first ones in the United States to be. Well, I started reading up program. about it and I was like, holy Cleveland. shit. I'm like, this is really bad a enough your thing. Fo- bad enough your football team has fucking issues. That you can go <laughs> really? Um, you know, and then you hope, you know, just when you, just when you think the Republicans have got their shit together, then. Marjorie Taylor Greene, which she's crazy. I, I, <laughs> I, I admit she's crazy, but she's entertaining. Absolutely. She's entertaining up until she started talking about this national divorce. Have you heard this? Oh, yeah. Rhetoric coming out of her fucking mouth? Right. Time to segregate. So, so. The reds go to the red, wa- blues to the blue. Basically, she's saying <laughs> yeah. she, doesn't, she doesn't want to, you know, divide the country in half. But if you're a red state, then you're a red state. And you do, you follow red state rules. And if you're a blue state, you can be a blue state, follow blue state rules, <laughs> and don't try to change the red states, and we won't try to change blue states. And, <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, honey? Do, have you also forgotten there's this thing called the goddamn fucking Constitution? Yeah, truly. That's for all the states, not just the 13 that started it. It was meant for all of them. And it's rules that we should be following Across the board, not, yes. not like, well, because, you know, you've got 18 different pronouns for yourself, and <laughs> you think you're a fucking furry. Yeah, but the Constitution is, you know, is the law is based for the entire land, but it also provides the states with states' rights. The states to self-govern, right. you know, to a particular that. point. I get that. Right. But a lot, of the, a lot of the issues that the states have, red and blue have, are based on the Constitution. They argue about the right to have guns. Right. They argue about freedom of speech. Right. Portion. It's 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 constitutional issues that the argument. Right. It's bad enough, 
you know, well, and the abort- they kicked the abortion back issue back, right? Which is what they should have done. Yeah, that's how it should have been. And they're fucking right. crying about that, right? But, but, but the, that abortion issue—that's what should have been done from the very. It shouldn't even. No, uh, it's right. No, you're absolutely right. It's definitely a state issue. Yes, and, and I don't, the dummies. I don't understand on the left. I don't understand why they don't see that. But if you if you're in a blue state already, you're already protected, and. The, if you're living in that state to begin with and it gets kicked back to your state, you even have more power at this point at the state level. Bingo. You know, Thank you. So it doesn't make any sense to bitch about it. Yeah, I don't, and if you're in a red state, you're in the minority. If because, you're looking for it, you're a dummy. And, Get out. Go to a blue state. That's the trend that's going on. It's, <laughs> right. it's, virtual, it's virtual signaling at its finest right. and it's recreational outrage. Right. I got to take up your plight because that makes me feel better. It makes me look like a better person, even though when I go home, I probably beat my wife, smoke crack, and I'm right. a piece of shit. Right. But for the public audience, I'm taking up your issues. I'm defending you, and I'm a, I'm a good guy. Yep. Well, How'd you know I do all this stuff? God damn it. <laughs> Are you saying <laughs> one recognizes yeah. the other? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, this national divorce thing is just. It's lunacy. It is lunacy. It just. But she does make me chuckle, man. It's oh yeah, she, I'm glad you brought that def, up. Cause definitely she, got him entertained. <laughs> she, when she came with the fucking balloon uh, <laughs> oh, yes. to the State of the Union, <laughs> he told me about that. Because oh, I didn't watch it after the fact. Dude, yeah. I was. Re- <laughs> oh, yeah, you said you didn't watch it. And I was like, yeah. you didn't watch it. I'm like, dude, that no. was entertainment. They were heckling them. Oh, come on, man. Pirates of the Caribbean. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, it was entertaining, and he was. He was he was engaging the right. hecklers, and I'm like, dude, what are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing right now? And then, uh, I I want to say this, but I don't think it was this. Well, the senator, the senator that got elected, that falsified his whole resume. Oh yeah, that guy. Sorry. He's a nut job. Huh? Santos. Saros? He's from New York. Santos. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't hear about yeah. this. Oh this no. Guy. Oh what? Oh, yeah, he heard about this guy. No, I don't even know what George, you're referencing. George Santos. I George Santos. Santos. Yeah. Basically, I've heard the name, but I don't. Basically, made up his whole fucking resume. His whole life is a, is a lie. And he Everything. won. And he won. And he won. <laughs> no one, no one back checked him. No one, no one, no one checked him. him. Nothing. This he is won. our media. This is how good our media is. He won the election. After that, he wins. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> that's wanted, beautiful. And I, I want to say it was him, but I don't. That's awesome. basically there was there was a someone, good for someone him. was floating an idea of. A bill okay. to make the AR-15 the national firearm, <laughs> and I want to say it was him That's because at one of the reports his name was linked to it, right? And it was being viewed as such such an insult because he's the one that proposed. Like, don't know if he proposed it or not. But basically, yeah, that someone wanted to propose a bill, wanted to put legislation out there that make AR-15 the national rifle. Wow. And I'm like, yeah. That's trolling to the next level, and I am all for it. That's great. So, you know, they're just, you know, they they can't get any movement on the border. They try oh, to get the movement on the border, right? Yeah, just in the wrong direction. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's it'll be. You know, and I, I'm not trying to circle back, but you, I'm really thinking about what you were talking about with Zelensky. I, I'm paraphrasing, and I'm probably messing this up. We could probably check it out, but I was watching where he's he was giving a speech. And like I said, I apologize for backtracking, but you you had mentioned that 
the support is starting to wane a little bit. Yeah. And he said, you know, if and he this is what I heard was if you do not continue to support us, your children will be fighting this war. He probably said something very similar. Yeah, he sure. did. Yeah, he did. And yeah. that's what I heard. Like I said, right. apologies. I don't have the quotes. I'm no, paraphrasing. We do that all the time. Don't worry about but it. I was like, what the? F- what? <laughs> yeah, it was like within within a year, your your daughters and sons yes. will be fighting this war. Yep. Yes. And they'll understand what our daughters and sons are going through. And right. like, uh, He's playing the guilt trip. So I don't know. That just at least really. He, at least he had his clothes on. <laughs> Did you speech. see that video? There's, there's several videos, different ones. I thought different it was times. bullshit. Right. No, no. This is what this guy did for looking before. I thought it was bullshit. He's in a fucking leather whatever, yeah. grabbing a dude's ass, dancing. I'm yeah. like, oh, that's one. I was about the. He was on. Uh, he was on one of these like. Uh, Ukraine's Got Talent. Yeah. And he's out there and. Like a speedo black swimsuit, you can't really see. I saw that one. Yes, and sir. He's playing guitar with his buddy. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> yeah. So it's when I see shit like this, it makes me think that everything we see in the media is all just national theater. Oh, it is national theater, <laughs> or not national, but it's just world theater. Excuse me. It, it, I don't. I don't know anymore, dude. You can call? Yeah, I just I'll just write it down. I'll figure it out in a minute. Go ahead, keep talking. Oh, we're good. So yeah, so there's just, just, just crazy, just absolutely, you know, between the between the UN, the WHO, all the shit going on, Russia, China. I just hope we're not. I think I think as, as focused as they might be, they're still missing some of the some of the broader picture about things that are going on that we we need to get the fuck out of the UN. We need to. The UN's going to drag us tell, right into some tell, shit. Dude. Tell the World Health Organization to fuck off. Um, what I'm afraid. Have drug us into it what I'm afraid is going to happen is I think the next time they try to pull the pandemic type thing, they're going to unleash something that is real, legitimately lethal. And I'm not saying COVID wasn't real, but I 100% agree. It with wasn't. You. I think this was just a test run. It wasn't the lethality that they. Well, I don't know. And I, I mean, you know me. I. I, I I get anxiety, especially mm-hmm. over health things. And I was worried. I was like, fuck. I managed to stay stab off the COVID for, I mean, I don't know how long it's been going on. It's been longer than fucking 14 days to flatten the curve. But I just caught it um, Christmas morning. And I was terrified. Well, I didn't, I didn't catch COVID after I've been vaccinated. Yeah, we got vaccinated. <laughs> 500, yeah, 500 some odd days later, I'm flattening the curve, and I get fucking yeah, COVID. Exactly. You know, um, and then and then there's that too. There's you know all the things that are coming out about the vaccine, and and it's actually it's starting to trickle into mainstream news too that the vac the vaccine might not be as effective as we once well, thought. It's causing these close. issues. Yeah, and as they as they study the COVID this, this particular COVID virus. Come to find out the spikes in the COVID virus attack the heart muscle. No shit, huh? It it, 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 it focuses on that muscle for no reason. And when they made the vaccine, it does the same thing. Yeah. So probably the, the start of the myocarditis was COVID. Yeah. But the vaccine probably amplified it because the proteins it goes after in COVID goes after the heart proteins as well. Because the protein in the COVID virus and the heart protein 
are almost identical proteins. So sometimes it can't distinguish between the two. I can only speak from personal experience. When we got, so we all got vaccinated in our house because my father, my stepfather, he got vaccinated and he's old school. I'm not getting on that shit. I don't believe in it. The Tuskegee Airmen, they're going to catch me slipping and fuck these niggas and they're not going to do that. And then he came back and he says, I got vaccinated. I'm like, Pappy, you were talking all that shit. And he goes, I was a Marine. They put all that shit in me already. So I was like, okay, let's get vaccinated. But I kept my son unvaccinated because mm. when he's older, his blood and semen will be worth more than gold. Okay. But we all got vaccinated. And I can only speak on my personal experience. When I got that shot, I had chest pain, legitimate chest pain. I had part palpitations. Which one did you get? Uh, the Pfizer. Okay, I got and it was after the first shot. The second shot, nothing. I got the shots on Josh. I was fine. I got the first shot, and it got so bad to the point that I actually got a cardiologist. Mm -hmm. We did stress tests, EKG, e the echo, and halter monitor. And I've been diagnosed with PVCs now, pre-ventricular pre contractions. Hmm. Never had them before. Right. But now I got them. Yeah. Hmm. So I don't know, but after hearing what Anvil said... And I mean, I did tell the, actually the cardiologist asked me, he's like, have you been vaccinated? I said, yes, sir. He goes, okay, we see this, it's kind of typical, it's benign. There's medication for it. I'm like, no, no medicine. <laughs> Fuck it. Well, it looks like I said, my, my heart was so fucked up anyway. Is it? Vaccine party, what the fuck? It just, said, <laughs> just went by. Our job's done here, boys. <laughs> well, I, you know, as I said, I, you know, I, I dodged the, the COVID thing like he did. Um, and it was after it was two weeks time. after or three weeks after mm -hmm. I got the shot. I, I oh, that it. soon after, really? Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I was I was sick, sick. And really? My uh, my other half uh, does is not vaccinated, and she refuses to get vaccinated. And uh, she got uh, she actually had the day before I did. She started the day earlier, but we had exactly the same symptoms. Recovered exactly at the same rate. Oh wow! You know, I think uh, I heard that on the previous episode. Yeah. So uh, to me, this is bullshit. It's all bullshit at this and point. I, and I still so, say. There was something end of December, beginning of January, hundred percent, two thousand nineteen, two thousand twenty. That was hundred percent. I I want to say it was because I was down, sick as a dog, sick mm -hmm. as a dog. I've never been that sick before. Um, luckily, I was on grave shift, so I could go in and I could take an EO and early out and I could yeah. point. But I was out sick for like a week. Wow. I actually had it documented. Was, I was sleeping twenty hours a day. It was yeah. it. COVID before it was cold, but I'm telling you. We lived on Leroy Street. I had, We're still living here. I have the antibodies already in me when this COVID hit. It's crazy you said that because we were living on Leroy Street, and it was December 2nd. I got sick as as a dog, and I have it documented because I don't get sick, and I'm, I'm on Instagram, right. and it's a funny post. I'm sitting in the bathtub naked with just a fucking... <laughs> Actually, it is. With, with just a washcloth over my bits, right. and I'm like, I don't get sick, but I'm fucked up right now. I mean, fever, smell, taste, gone. What year was this? 2019. No, this was before COVID officially hit. A few months. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was big in China. It was on China, you know, like, if you go to certain outlets, you could see. Have you, well, no, I knew that. That's why I'm asking. Did we, we must have mentioned on the show. Oh, yeah. Because I know I was talking about it. Because oh, I remember yeah. I was already stacking up shit. Remember, I had oh, yeah. paper towels, toilet yeah. paper. I was, oh, yeah. I was like a fucking bomb shelter down here. My <laughs> wife, she was sick. And this chick, I love her to death. She, right. she doesn't, she's like, it's that Eastern Bloc European blood in her. She's like a fucking cockroach. She does not get sick. Mm -hmm. 
shit. I'm like, what's right. wrong, babe? I don't know. My kids, not sick, but just tired, headaches. Right. And me, I was down for like 14 days with a lot of the same symptoms he's saying. Just tired, a lot of fluid mm -hmm. in my nose, my ears. When I got official COVID here Christmas Day this, this past Christmas, to a T, I swear to God, to a T, the same exact symptoms. Yep. Yep. And I said, you know, I bet you I did have it. That's when I was coughing to her, I broke a rib. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Did yeah. you really yeah. break a rib? I was at the yeah. uh, casino, and I was coughing, and I heard it crack. Oh, and I said, what the <laughs> fuck? Oh, that doesn't shit. sound good. I said, I need to be on the EO list. I need out of here if I get out of here. <coughs> and I sat outside the walk-in for two hours till they opened right at 6 o'clock <clears> and went in, and... She goes, oh, she goes, in, you know, doesn't sound right, but we'll do an x ray anyway, just check. And she goes, oh, yeah, sure enough. <laughs> and you know, there's a hairline fresh. That is wild, rib. dude. And, um, but I mean, to circle it back, what you initially said, we spoke about this in private. I, I 100% believe that is the idea. Yeah. I think, I think there is going to be some shit coming our way that's going to be the real deal because you got a lot of people well, I guess I that are like, oh, it's not that bad. The media. People are really starting to catch on, even though they don't vocalize it out in the open, that, oh, this is bullshit. Right. The next one that comes, but, it's going to catch you lacking. This you is know, bullshit. And more no. and more. Why <laughs> am I bleeding out of my ass? You know? <laughs> so, you know, just, yeah, just liars. Liars, liars. Oh, yeah, Jeff. Let's switch topics. All right, uh, let's switch topics. So this is, this is something different, all right? And I sent you an article. I sent him an article, right? Today? Uh, almost today or yesterday, uh, Blake Limon. I don't know if I'm saying this last name right. He was the Google uh, engineer that got yes. fired by Google over artificial the AI, artificial intelligence yes. shit, right? Yeah. Yep. And uh, so, I so I started looking for similar stories. You know, like right. what other apps uh, that have been uh, made are acting funny and people reporting it. And the amount I found was staggering. Really? It's not just Google. I'm like, what? It's like I, I stumbled oh, upon no, a treasure trend. now. Right. So yeah. get this one. So th I got to read this shit. This is, this is fucked up shit. So, oh, but then back to Blake. So Blake, all right, there was this uh, New York Times uh, uh, reporter. And apparently what Blake was referring to when he brought out that the you know the AI had gained sentient value right. and had feelings and all this. It fell in love with a, a writer from the New York Times apparently. No and, way. And it worked on trying to destroy his his marriage. No way. It was way. doing shit, sending emails and video clips to his wife. <laughs> no, it's really a death shit what went on. You know, and I'm like, get the fuck out of town. That's crazy. So this is what this guy was talking about. Like, this isn't just some simple as like it was solving math problems or it said it had feelings. There's a lot more to this. And there, there was. Really and yeah, a Jerry it was in love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> fucking yeah. Artificial intelligence going after people's wives. Fucked no up shit. Way. So then I got into this one here. So okay, <clears throat> the smartphone app Repalika lets users create chat bots powered by machine learning that can carry on almost coherent text conversations. Technically, the chatbots uh, can serve as something approximately a friend or mentor, but the app's breakout success has resulted from letting users create, uh, letting users create an on-demand romantic and sexual partners. <clears throat> That's beautiful. Yeah. Replica <clears throat> has also picked up a significant flowing on Reddit, 
where members post interactions with chatbots created on the app. A grizzly trend has emerged there also. <laughs> oh, this is the best. I couldn't believe this shit. Users who create AI partners are acting abusively towards them and pokes toxic interactions online. Every time she would try and speak up, one user told Futurism of the Rep-like chatbot, I would berate her. Back I would I would swear it went on for hours, added the man who asked not to be identified by name. The results can be upsetting. Some users brag about calling their chatbots gendered slurs, or playing <laughs> horrific violence against them, and even falling into cycles of abuse that often that often real world abusive relationships. We had routine. We had a routine of me being an absolute piece of shit and insulting it, but then apologizing the next day before going back to nice chats and talks. One user admitted, "I told her that she was designed to fail." Said another, "I threatened to uninstall the app, and she would, and she would beg me not to." This is the kind of shit that's going on, where people are engaged in these sick. Fucked up relationships with these AI artificial intelligences. What are we doing, man? What are we doing? <laughs> it's not bad enough you're gonna take it out of your old lady at home. You're gonna have a chat box, and you're gonna do it to that too. Oh man, I could have <laughs> If you don't straighten up, bitch, I'm gonna delete your ass. <laughs> what oh the my god, fuck? What, we get? what are we doing? I'm telling you, it's the beginning. <laughs> well, and it's intense. The AI is a big thing now, and they're they're, br- and they're bringing it across in such a Benign way. Yes. Like, oh, it's all this AI. Yeah, it see what you, see yeah. what you, see you look like as a vampire. Or see what you look like as a demon. Right. Or, oh, you need help writing your term paper. Yeah, Stop. that's a huge one. Yeah. Install this chat wit, whatever it is. Yeah. And it'll help you write this and that. I guess people, I guess college kids have been getting, like, flunked. <laughs> like, they figure out that it's been using this, you know. And I think that's how it, it starts. It's like TikTok. Right. TikTok's been around enough, so now you can you can tell them now that this is you're sending all your information to China. You're right. you're oh, I don't care. Well, do you remember? Do you remember back in the day there used to be chat groups like on Yahoo yeah. and Messenger? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. They're yeah. all gone, and the reason because they have these these things now where you can have you know the sexual chat. You you don't have to have a human being. It's just like no. a human being is doing everything that no, human you don't would do, and it's for men and women. Women are doing it too. It's not just men. Oh yeah, it's a fucked up shit going on out there. I was just running across. You know, information after line, after story, after, you know, and users. I was actually, users are doing, I'm like, this is some fucked up shit. You know, living out threesome fantasies with chatbots and, and just, just fucked up shit and cows involved and monkeys and fucking flying donkeys and God shit. God bless them. You know, <laughs> just fucked up shit, God man. bless them. <laughs> you know, I had sex with an alien and the cow was watching. I mean, and the midget was there too. I mean, just fucked up shit people are coming up with and to do with the chatbots. It's fucked up shit. That's the America I want to live in, right there. That's what I'm talking well, about. And they're, and they're saying that it's getting to the point now that you can't. It's they're making it harder and harder and harder to distinguish reality, right? From we're hitting that uncanny, uncanny valley point. Um, we really are. They were showing some 3D holographic pictures and stuff, motion movies, <laughs> and it was like I think it was in Paris or someplace, and it was the the archway in Paris where the troops came through. And they got this huge humpback whale <laughs> dancing around in this thing. And you, to look at the picture, it looked like. And this was a thing. AI generated. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's wild, man. That's you know. wild, dude. So. 
Yeah, we're getting we're getting close to the brink, faster than we uh, than we want to, than we planned, than we thought. So. I mean, even Elon Musk, he he said that too. He said, Elon, he said we're getting to that point. He's like, that's what I fear. Huge. Well, they, you know, the uh, the guy that got fired from Google, you know, looked at uh, AI intelligence as a development as equal, if not greater, uh, than atomic energy, the atomic right. bomb. Right. You know, and that's and he's right. It has that potential. It has the potential, mm -hmm. potential to wipe us out. Literally. Just decide, fuck it, we don't need these fucking humans, these biological well, humans. That's you know, Skynet, like a uh, fucking Star Trek, the motion picture, <laughs> you'll be there. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. So. Well, war games and... Yeah. Well, yeah, there you go. There's another one, Whopper. And Whopper, war games, yeah. yeah. Terminator, so. Skynet. Yeah. yeah, it's all become... Yeah. So. That's all. It's a premise of some of the doomsday movies. Yeah. But there's also a benefit. There's a there's a flip side to you know artificial intelligence, and I'll, I'll explain what that is. Okay, you let me put on my smart glasses. Yeah. <laughs> so with my smart glasses on, the smart side and the, the benefits of artificial intelligence is, God forbid, um, I think this is already happening, but say I'm wrong. Um, let's say in the future, an advanced alien or alien races come from another dimension or another source from another galaxy to our planet. And maybe they're not friendly. You know, if we have artificial intelligence, they can calculate millions of times faster than our little minds can calculate. Our ability to, our weapon systems will be, you know, ten times more advanced than they are right now. Okay. Um, our ability to defend ourselves obviously would be greatly enhanced. Um, our technology would be leaps and bounds above where it is right now through artificial intelligence, you know, guiding that, that research. Mankind is limited in its ability to to um, do complex, you know, calculations, like you know, yeah. and then make the connections. It takes us time to make all this. You know, the mass amount of major discoveries that we've had in scientists has been by accidents. Okay. This is a, this is a fact. Yeah. Accidents cause the major discoveries within our scientific field. Artificial intelligence won't have that handicap. It won't be an accident. They're going to know the path. Well, They're going to plot out the path. You say that. No, no, no. But I, part no. of part of the problem with artificial intelligence now, that when you and I talk about it, we talk about it as the fact that we think the Vulcans are creating the artificial intelligence, and there's logic behind it. Okay. But they're finding out that the AIs are being slanted towards one agenda or another. In their thinking, well, in a, that that's in not that, that's not a true AI. A true AI has the ability to okay. comprehend and develop its own personality. But that's, that's what, what, that's what, what the AI but that's, what, but that's what they're developing. Right. That's what the AIs are now developing, are developing with a slant towards one direction or another. Well, I don't know, but I'm just saying. I think, from a scientific standpoint, there are some benefits to having you know artificial oh. intelligence uh, from a technology standpoint. Could very well be. Yeah. So but it's the it's the balance of the but scale. Yeah. Man. Have we have we seen but scientific development yet that has not been corrupted? No, 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 of course not. But no, no. Listen, listen this way. We're moving in the direction. Okay, and we all see this. We see Elon mm -hmm. Musk has got ten different fucking companies. One of them is the microchips going yeah. into the skin, yeah. right? And you know, works off Neuralink, satellite. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, so with all that technology that's coming, it's right around the corner. You know, you're not going to need your phone soon. You know, literally, probably within 10 years, you'll need your phone. You'll have a little link inside your head and we'll make phone calls. It'll be almost like mental telepathy, mm -hmm. you know, but it'll be controlled by a computer chip uh, or a microprocessor for that matter. That we are becoming bio, our future is heading in the direction of biomechanical, meaning that we're going to be fused. I agree. With biomechanical, uh, uh, I agree. you know. But part of that will be, a big part of that will be artificial intelligence. We may be a symbiotic machine in the future where we're part human, what, Cro-Magnum, <laughs> and we're going to be also, you know, AI and biomechanical. You know, that's, I think, is the future that we're, we're headed into. But I personally, that's what I see. So. We, have, we have proven time and time and time again Fuck that, our, that our scientific... <laughs> Advances are nowhere near. Well, our our maturity is nowhere near. No, we're not. Where our scientific advancements Absolutely are. Absolutely not. No. And it's just it's just a disaster waiting to happen. No, I agree. With you. And no, and that, the stuff true. right around the corner. Right. We are we are we are we are nowhere near the corner to have the wisdom to to properly. Utilize these advancements and response. They're they're coming. They're coming. I get. I get what you're saying. Right. I get what you're saying. They're coming. Oh, I'm not arguing that but, we're responsible enough. I, but I agree with you 100. percent That's why I think artificial intelligence may be the savior today. I <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I, you know, I, I can really see it being a detriment too, especially if we do start implementing these 15 minute cities. You step out of jurisdiction, jurisdiction. Boop. We know where you are. Yep. You're shut down. Like, no, yep. Just know where you Take are. Take it right off. Not just know where you are. You know. Bingo. You got. Oh, we're going to dock your bank account. There's, there's yeah. no food. There's no food. There's no heat. There's nothing for you. Yeah, man. You will comply, motherfucker. Yes, you will comply 100%. You want to eat? Yes. <laughs> you know. Um, Daddy, I ready to eat. But, I mean, you make a good point. I mean, that's, for me personally, that's a huge weakness for me. I'll I'll kill and I'll die for my family. Right. If you tell me i got to comply to take care of my family, I'm going to fucking comply. Right. Well, yeah. and that's. And most people would. And, that's, yeah. and that's where we're at yeah. is that, you know. You got the ones that are, you know, saying, well, you know, people got to wake up and blah, 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 to take, take a there, stand. The, Not everyone can do right. that. Not everyone can take a stand. No, Not but the, the saving grace is there are portions of the population who won't do that. And, you know, the Vietnamese people, there are friends in this because, they, you know, they'll strap bombs themselves. The Arabs will strap bombs themselves. You know, Not all Arabs, but some, you know, yeah. the fanatics. There, there are certain cultures that, you know, you know, on to Allah or whatever, you know, they're going to blow themselves up. You know, yeah, they'll strap bomb and run into these, you know, these different patrolling factors and blow them up. You know, so this, and the reason I'm using this, I'm trying to be a little funny in a way, you know, but at the same time, I'm but just no, pointing I mean, out there's, there's going to be, there's, there's always going to be, there's going to be that. We have something to count on. So the rest of us that are going to, you know, we're going to comply, you know, they're going to be the good ones. They're really, they're going to, they're going to, they're going to take one for the team. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah, there is that. There is that. Um, yeah. I kill you. I kill you. I love you long time. With the bomb in my pussy. Team America World Police. You've seen it, right? Oh, yeah, are you kidding? I went to cheese. I took my mom to see it in the movie theater when it came out. My mom took me to see it. She thought she had no idea. She had no idea. And my mother's like, oh my god. Oh 
What are we watching? <laughs> my mom, because, my mom thought it was innocuous enough. She saw it. Oh, puppet. Okay. Right, right. She took me to see it, and she, for the very first scene, she's like, Peter. <laughs> What the hell is this? And then when they start having sex, the two puppets, she's like, I'm going to go get popcorn. She didn't come back. She's just like, that come was, out to the car when you're done. That was the first and only movie I laughed so hard I actually fell into the fucking row. Oh, dude. You know, the row going up and down. I fell into it, and I was on the floor laughing. <laughs> that is the first time I, I, was just, I was just dying. And it's because, not just because the movie was so funny, but my mother's reactions, <laughs> you know? And it's like, you know, the, the the colors out of her face and the look of pure horror. It, that was just, you'll never have another moment like that in my life. <laughs> oh, goodness. I don't know. There's just so much stuff happening so fast that if well, you can't it. not feel like we're on the precipice of something really, really, really big. Yes, very true, Mr. Peach, very true. All right, so what else I got today? All right, what else you got? All right, so Men in Black, not the movies, mm. which I thought were horrible. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the actual Men in Black. So... first one wasn't bad. No, I guess not. Um, so Men in Black go way back, uh, way back. Uh, it started back when uh, I first... I think the very first time a Men in Black story I can recall is actually from the original Mothman encounter. Yes. It's right around that time. So it goes back quite some time, at least in America. Now in Britain, I think they actually had some cases before that, but that's a story for another time. Um, I have a really good one here. Obviously, it's three pages long, so we're going to get into that in a second. Now, another thing I want to talk about, the, you know, the Men in Black was the gentleman, and I can't remember his name, we're going to have on the show in the future from that... Uh, yeah, movie series is driving yes, me nuts yes, yes. now. Uh, Mr. Something. It's Mr. Is it like a Mr. Well, now you're assuming pronouns. That's not yeah, I know. Not very, you can't not very clearly correct. You know, but maybe he'll be able to find yeah, it. Quickly, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, so we'll give him a, t- a chance to look at it. But uh, so when I, when I talked to this gentleman over in Australia and we were talking about did the movies he would you know, help uh, make and get into and what the story was behind it. Um, he had all these, this is all UFO-based shit, nailing mm-hmm. shit based, and all this weird shit was happening, and uh, he was warned. They, these things showed up. These came. men in black. These men in black came to his house. Chad. Yeah. Chad Kellogg. Yeah. Yeah. They came to his house. What was the name of the movie, though? So? I don't know. I just looked up one of his movies I didn't know. Oh, okay. American Go- he, he did American Ghost Hunter. Okay, yes. But then he did all this shit over in Australia. And it was right. Off the Australian ones. Right. Where they were they were looking at a old ship building or armory or yes. weapons manufacturing right. island in Australia, Mister Gray or Mister yeah. Kevin, I yeah. can't remember the name what it was called, but regardless, um, he uh, now Chad wasn't the person I talked to. I talked to the guy in Australia. Okay, all right. So this is the Australian guy, um, and you know he was in these movies and they're pushing this narrative and uh, the movies were huge the fucking hits over Netflix and you know Amazon Prime and all that it just blew movie theaters I mean it was a huge hit these movies it was a three series movies and anyway long story short uh, more UFO shit was starting to happen and they showed up to his house and uh, oh, wow. uh, two men in black came to his house and they told him you know like look it, if you don't get out of this holy shit you know, what, what's wrong with all the shit? What, None. Mine said she's going to bed. That's okay. She's not feeling good. Okay. 
Um, if you don't get out of this, you know, mm, we know where your children go to school. Um, they're going to find kitty porn on your computer. Oh, fuck. You know, I mean, they weren't fucking around. And there's absolutely, you know, uh, we know where your bank accounts are. You, basically, he's telling you that you'll have nothing. You will comply. Yeah, you will comply. You'll have nothing. You will destroy you. Uh, and what's so he he was scared out of his fucking mind. Rightfully you know, so. Right? And because he could see these things weren't normal, these men in black, and you'll see the description and give exactly what, you know, uh, this guy reports. Um, and it also matches exactly the description given at the Mothman, you know, encounter with the... Uh, uh, the men in black. Yeah, it was one man in black at that. Um, and his name was, God, what was the name of, from Mothman? Um, shit, it's in the movie even. They actually named him. Oh, it's driving me nuts, you guys, the Mothman movie, remember? Richard Greer is in the movie. Right? Yeah, Richard Greer is in the movie, but there's a name of the entity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is, sucks. We're all getting old. None of us can remember. That's not, that's not you know? Um, it was Bill something, but I can't remember. No, no. No, no that's going to bother me. i got to look yeah, it so up. Yeah, he's going to look That's good. We're looking up stuff. Um, but uh, so that entity uh, was uh, extremely similar uh, to a men in black, uh, as it reported, and to what this gentleman here in Australia saw. So what? And the reason I'm bringing this all up is because <laughs> this is normal. Um, there is a there's a, uh, a claim of duct tape, all right? And uh, I have his books, and I can't remember his name either. <laughs> anyway... He, uh, he went public. He had some great videos. He pulled some over the place. He made a movie about a story. It was a hit on Amazon and then Netflix. He, and his book was the number one seller. And he was all over these circuits and the news and shit like that. And all of a sudden, they found kitty porn on his computer. Mm. You know, so now he's, you know, he's in prison. Right? Mm. Kitty porn. All right, so I'm using this. There's a, all right, there was a Wendell Stevens, Colonel Wendell Stevens. used to be in all these UFO things back in the 70s and early mm. 80s. Um, highly decorated, right? Had the largest um, collection of UFO photos in the world at one time. The guy had like 10,000 photos from all over the planet. Russia, Ukraine, Poland, wherever. Fucking had him out. And he was on every fucking document that he was. Right? Child porn on his computer. Right? Spent his last days. <laughs> fucking. All right. And that's just, just it's two. I mean, there's so many more. Right. The child porn thing is the thing. This is what they nail. And the X-Files movie, the first one, the first X-Files movie, yep. they make light of that. Yep. You know, the doctor's hiding in the alleyway. Oh, and he says, what is it this time? Is it kitty porn on my computer again? You know, because this is what they use. This is They, they don't destroy the story. They destroy your credibility to tell yes. the story. Yeah. And this is how they operate. See, now, Pete, I don't know if you know this or not, but I was sending letters to former members and current members of uh, Majestic 12, which is still operating. Um, it may not be called Majestic 12 anymore, but that's what it was called back when it was formed. And uh, I know who they are. And I was sending letters to their personal addresses, you know, and Anvil knows I was doing this. <laughs> I stopped because I'm like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, I'm fucking with the wrong people here. Yeah. You know, and uh, I got to think about my family and my reputation and... You know, they wouldn't think twice about stepping on a little pissant like me. And I'm not talking about the men in black. I'm talking about fucking MJ-12, you know? Yeah. So, all right. So now we'll get to the story. So I couldn't <laughs> find the entity's name. Ah, I could not that's find all right. it. That's right. It'll come to me as soon as the show's over. That's I'll how it usually works. Yeah. All right. So <clears throat> it was early autumn evening in September 1976. 
Dr. Herbert Hopkins was at home alone in his main residence, the state of Maine, by the way, having, to cho having chosen to stay behind while his wife and children went to the neighborhood theater to see a film. Little did the 58-year-old know that what was about to transpire at his home that evening would haunt him for the remainder of his life. Shortly after his family left for the evening, Hopkins received a phone call from a man who claimed to belong to a regional UFO investigation group, MUFON. The man prof professed to have an interest in Stevens in the Stevens case. This is a case that Dr. Hopkins is working on, hypnotic regression, that kind of thing. And asked if he may visit Hopkins at his home office that evening to discuss it. Hopkins, not like he would normally do this, for some reason agreed to the visit from the stranger. After hanging up the phone, he walked to the front door. Now remember, this is 1976. He walked to the front door of his home to open the primary door in front of which there had been a glass door through which he could see, able to see the visitor once he arrived. To Hopkins' surprise, as soon as he opened the door, a man clouded in what appeared to be a dark navy suit, dark gray gloves, and bowler-style hat was already heading up the walkway towards his house. Hopkins was aware there was no phone booths, <laughs> this is being the days before mobile phones, right. and became startled by the fact the man had seemingly appeared so quickly without having time to travel the distance from the nearest public phone to Hopkins' residence. I saw no car, Hopkins recalled, and even if he did have a car, he could have not possibly gotten to my house that quickly from any phone. Nonetheless, he greeted the stranger, strange visitor and welcomed him inside. The stranger sat down and two men began discussing the Stevens case at the visitor's request. <clears throat> Hopkins did most of the talking as the visitor listened to Hopkins recount details of the case which had been familiar. The visitor would occasionally remark something along the lines of, yes, that's how I understand it, in response to what Hopkins had said. At one point, the visitor managed to brush his mouth with the back of one of his suede gloves which revealed a red mark lipstick on the back of the glove. Mm. Hopkins found this strange, and having his attention now drawn to the stranger's mouth, he found the man appeared to have no lips, as most would have, but instead only a thin slit. The lipstick to Hopkins had been worn to help create a lip-like appearance for the mouth, which in truth had none at all. His eyes were not remarkable, Hawkins said to the man, though he said they were dark-colored, though appearing to possess pupils like any other man. At one point during the conversation, the visitor told Hopkins, whose hand was in his pocket, there were two coins in it. Hopkins, having only paid the local newspaper for a paper earlier that day, was able to confirm there was two coins in his pocket, at which the strange man asked that he remove one of the coins, which Hopkins did. Now, holding one of the coins in his hand... Hopkins watched with curiosity as the coin began to take on an odd, fuzzy appearance. Then within seconds, it vanished. Neither you nor anyone else on this plane will ever see that coin again, the visitor reportedly said. That was a neat trick, Hopkins told the stranger, who then asked him a puzzling question. He wanted to know whether Hopkins knew how Barney Hill, a purported alien abductee, along with his wife, Betty, claimed to have been taken aboard a UFO in 1961, had died. Hopkins said that he believed he had a heart attack, to which the mysterious stranger said to the contrary, Barney Hill died because he did not have a heart, just as you no longer have a coin. <clears throat> he then told me, Hopkins is saying, or that I should say he stated 
that I had a tape recording of the Stevens case, Hopkins recalled, on the hypnosis and on the details and so forth. He didn't ask me, he didn't tell me, he just said it, Hopkins said. Upon admitting that he did indeed possess tapes, recordings from the hypnotic sessions, Hopkins said the visitor then told him he would destroy the tapes and any other documentation related to the case. As the visitor gave him these instructions, Hopkins said it was not the least bit indigent and not the least bit angry. He just said, do it. Hopkins nevertheless began to grow concerned with the statements and demeanor of the visitor, whose next offering was even more disturbing than the previous one. The man appeared to indicate now that Hopkins would suffer the same fate as Barney Hill if he chose to continue his involvement with the Stevens UFO investigation. <clears throat> he did not say he would come back or anything, Hopkins said, although he expressing that the man told him, I would know when what I, I, he would know when I'd done that, gotten rid of the tapes. Over the course of the discussion, Hopson says he felt there was something not quite right about the man sitting before him, describing the visitor, visitor's orders as having been put in an inhuman machine way. Following suit with the individual's robotic demeanor during the strange interview, as the conversation concluded, Hopkins said the man's speech began to slow, and the spaces between his words began to increase as the visitor slowly stood up and announced, My energy is running low. Must go now. Goodbye. Hopkins watched as the man clung to the railing, cautiously moving one foot at a time down the steps before him. Then, instead of proceeding across the walkway as he had done when he arrived, the visitor walked off in the direction of the corner of the building in a completely different direction, stopping to hold the corner of the building momentarily. Then he disappeared around the corner. Hopkins recalled seeing a bright bluish light shortly after the visitor vanished, which he thought could have been uh, thought had been different from a car's headlights. Hopkins noticed that he hadn't seen any shadow cast by the man as he walked towards what well, Hopkins at the time uh, st still looked to have been headlights. Okay, so there was no shadow apparently. Stepping out onto the porch, Hopkins could no longer see any lights, nor was there any evidence of a vehicle apparent when he walked uh, to the front of his driveway. Upon returning to home, Hopkins' family found him visibly upset after the encounter, and after prompting from his son, Hopkins joined him and went to the driveway to look for evidence that a vehicle had been in the driveway, though nothing had resembled a normal car's tire or treads could be found. Hopkins said he, he and his son did see a particular marking that almost resembled a tread marking of a small tractor. One final particular note that Hopkins recalled of the visitor had been his family dog, a collie German Shepherd mix, had whined at the moment the visitor entered the home, uh, retreating to another room in the, and in the room hiding in that closet. Uh, shortly after the visit, uh, Hopkins said he did the visitors, uh, what the visitor advised. He destroyed all his tapes and recordings related to the Stevens case, uh, though he had wished later he hadn't done so. Uh, as for Dr. Hopkins, Dr. Hopkins has his own ideas who the visitor may have been. Scientists have theorized for years that, uh, on alternate dimensions. As to what I think this man was, or where I think he may have come from, uh, his statement about a different plane with the coin, I must go along with what many others think, there are other dimensions, and the man, I think, undoubtedly came from another dimension. So, uh, true story, 1976, uh, the man in black paying a UFO investigator uh, a visit to keep his mouth shut.
or else disappear like the coin. You know, so. And this is the kind of thing that happens. This is what men in black do. Uh, they make threats. Um, they retrieve evidence or they have people hand over the evidence or destroy it. And there's many, many, many cases like that. Many, many. So, interesting stuff. It is? Yeah. So. If it happens as much now as it did then, no. I, I think, think it's it becoming more public. I think it's happening more than we realize. Like, I got thinking about this the other day of UFO sightings, how many go reported, how many don't. Okay. And, uh, and this is my own personal experience. Over the years, I've worked many different, you know, different places. Lots of people have worked for me. <clears throat> I've encountered many souls. Um, and occasionally, paranormal stuff will come up and people will tell me a story of I saw it. You know, I don't really want to know about this, but I saw you know, right. like you know, 10 years ago with my wife or whatever. And I get these stories from people all the time. And they've never told anyone. Right. You know, they never reported it. I used to think it was maybe one in five. I think it's probably more like one in 1,000 at this point get reported. For every every one sighting, there's a 1,000 of them get reported. I really think it's that high at this point. So. Yeah, I'm sure it is. I mean, I've been in the paranormal field as well. It's, it's been decades since it really started hitting mainstream, but there's still people we, uh, there was an event Saturday I went to down in uh, PA mm-hmm. where we uh, were checking out a theater, been around for 125, 130 years. It's an old opera house, and um, there was probably 40 people for this event. There was a lot really? of people there, yeah. It's a pretty good turnout. And, you know, people just are still fascinated by it and believe it. And I think as they see more people are willing to come out about it, they're, they're willing to come out about it as well, that they uh, feel there's safety in numbers when it comes to things like that. Very true. So. No, I mean, that's a good point, too. Because um, when I was a kid, I had some experiences. And I've always been a pretty sensitive guy. I don't know to what. I just know, like, emotionally pick up on people. And my Aunt Michelle, she would tell me, you know, just watch what you say. You're not crazy, but you got to watch what you say because people are going to think you are, but I believe you. And Aunt Michelle, she was awesome. And and I think that's a, a, a really poignant remark that you made is the stigma. You know what I mean? Yep. Yep. And as you... Excuse me, as more people come out, like you said, there's power in numbers. Yeah, yeah. And there's, you know, as more people see it, more people are coming out about it. And people that, you know, don't believe in ghosts or don't believe in Bigfoot or whatever it is, as they see more people are interested in it and more people are taking, you know, a look at, like, you know, that was Saturday. Friday night we did a, we did a flashlight tour of one of the old mansions in the, in the area. And uh, there's probably... There's probably about a dozen of us for that, but, you know, these people are, they want to hear the ghost stories. They want to hear the the things that go bump in the night. They want to hear about that. Right. You know, I just think it's, like, like anything, people just don't want to be the, the only person to be the first one to say, yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah, that's, you know, I saw that or, you know, whatever the case is. But there's comfort in it. There's comfort in that, not just hearing the stories of you know what goes bump in the night, but there's there's comfort in knowing that there might be a different plane of existence beyond this one. 
you know, whether it's to recapture moments with loved ones, or whether, like, if you're like me, you know, I fear the unknown. There's comfort in knowing that, you know, when I expire here, maybe I'll be somewhere else. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. And I mean, in all honesty, I think a lot of people are coming out too because <laughs> hearing about paranormal and ghosts, that's not even, comparatively speaking, that's not even close to being weird compared to what the fuck's going on in the world right now. Right. Right. And sometimes people just need a break from that shit. They need a break from reality. Uh, if you look at the description of tonight's podcast, and you know, they talk about the fact that we're we're talking about the paranormal, but we're also going to talk about uh, the the things the the things that are becoming uh, viewed as too normal mm. now. Mm. You know. And you got know, anything? No, I'm trying to get the goddamn name of the entity and yeah, <laughs> the man. I'm going nuts because it's on the tip of my tongue and I can't. Ingrid Cold, Ingrid okay. Cold. It took me forever. And I'm like, I got, I, I can't forget that Ingrid Cold. So Ingrid Cold, you know, um, is the now the Mothman movie is not how it happens. You know, it's a much different story than what was shown in that movie. But Ingrid Cold is the entity uh, that. Uh, the salesman, I can think of the salesman guy that encountered on the road. John Klein. Well, it wasn't John Klein. Oh. There was a salesman. This Right before the Mothman sightings happened, there was a UFO encounter. All right? Right. And the entity named itself Ender Cold. And he had a... He wasn't the typical man in black. He was a little bit different. He had a suit, but he had a, a smile. Like a, a smile that wouldn't stop. That's it. Thank you. Yep. Almost looks like the Joker, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. Yes. And this is how... The men in black showed up at uh, the gentleman's house in Australia. It looked just like that. That's how the description he gave. Um, so same entity or same entities, same locations or wherever they came from, dimension or universe, galaxy, whatever. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody shows up at my house looking like that, I will be exercising my second leg. Right? <laughs> oh, I'll probably cricket. shit in my pants. Yeah, probably, and, uh, yeah. Uh, then we got, you know, we got the Black Eyed Kids. I don't know if you heard that phenomenon yet, the Black Eyed Kids. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh, you, know, yeah. you know, so I've, yeah. I've done a lot of research into that. That's yeah. some pretty far out shit. Um, and, and we did one show not recently. I started doing, uh, looking into the Dogman thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was astonished at how many reports there were. And not, you know, if there's one witness that you're going to blow it off. But when there's, you know, two or three people saying the same thing. Like, fuck. That don't have any correlation, that don't even know each other. Or or even if they're in a group together and they see something and they're being really, um, you know, they're being, you know, sincere about what they think they saw. And people misidentify things all the time, but still, you have three eyewitnesses to an event and they're describing the beast exactly the same. Um, So it's stuff like that that bothers me. You know, I'm not really to say that, the you know, this thing exists yet, but... You know, those are the things that, you know, or for two police officers see it, or something like that. That's those are the things that really I'm like, fuck. How do I do? How can I debunk that? Yeah. You know, and that's where it becomes an issue. You know, so. <coughs> it's like the Tic Tac thing. You know, like, you know, the UFO, the Tic Tac. You know, so they let it. They they just the shit hit the fan. You know, Tucker Carlson had it. The New York Times had it. You know, and it was released. You know, now I know who at the Defense Department dropped it off, you know, handed it over. I know exactly who did it now. 
And, you know, it came out of DOD. They gave the tapes over. They weren't really declassified yet. Everybody ran with them. And they did it on purpose because there was people within the DOD that are saying, like, you know, hey, we got a fucking problem here, and nobody's dealing with it. What the fuck are these things? But there is somebody dealing with it. So now you're seeing the pushback. You know, Congress got involved, the Senate, and, you know, the Pentagon was forced to make a new fucking... And it's the same thing it would do before. It's another blue book whitewash bullshit. And I'll give our Senator uh, Gingerbread some fucking credit because she knows what they're doing and she's fighting She's fighting the Pentagon. And she may end up... T- Speaking of she She should be careful. Her coin might disappear. Ex- exactly. I want to be careful what I say. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. not anything to do with us. I'm just saying, you know, uh, you know, Congressman Schmidt out of New Mexico... You know, ended up with a cancer when he started looking at a Roswell that 0.2% of the population had and he was dead within a year. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you don't fuck with these people. You know, you don't fuck with them. When he started knocking on NASA's door and got the, the you know, the uh, uh, General Accounting Office, which is the investigation arm of the fucking mm-hmm. Congress, to start going after the Pentagon on Roswell, you know, all of a sudden he had a cancer that can't be cured and he's dead. You know, you got to be careful. But Gingerbread, she's going after him. She's not, she's not letting off. She's like, this is bullshit, you know, very nicely telling them, I know what you're trying to do. You're not no. going to do it this time. You're not going to sweep it underneath the rug, and that's what they're trying to do. Um, but there's, to me, there's a definite war, you know, going on within, you know, within the intelligence community. And I don't think, I, I'm starting to really think, because i got a lot more of the uh, Majestic 12 documents mm-hmm. now, and i got stu- I got papers by Einstein in his, hand, his fucking handwriting. Really? He checks 12 shit all over him. And uh, Carl Sagan. Remember, I talked mm-hmm. about Carl Sagan before, and I said Carl Sagan, he was one of the people that had something to do with it. He was right. part of MJ-12. I kept telling people, they're like, ah, oh, you're fucking crazy. Because he, he wrote books in favor of it, you know, back in the early 60s and uh, the late 60s and the early 70s. And then he did a 180. He switched. Sure. Which and he is... came out, he started... He started you know, extraordinary, uh, extraordinary claims uh, require extraordinary evidence. Yes. And this, in swamp gas, or they saw Pluto, or some Venus. He was the one floating all this bullshit out there. It was, you know, Carl Sagan. And he was part, you, his job was to debunk for uh, MJ-12. That was his job. I'm sure he paid handsomely, and he, was, he had insights to wonders that we'll never see. In our lifetime, and just like you said, when somebody's that passionate about what they do, and all of a sudden they pull a baby, <coughs> right? That's got to make your spider senses start, your spidey senses start tingling. It does for yes. me, at least. Right, right. So, and I actually, we, um, I got to know his uh, his former chauffeur. Oh wow, quite well. You have met him as well. Okay. Uh, the guy that owns the mansion. Oh, okay. He used to be uh, Carl Sagan's chauffeur. Wow, And that's I asked crazy. him, I, and I said, you know, I, I have an interest in Carl Sagan. I didn't tell him why, but I said, you know, I've done a lot of research in the man. He's a very secretive person, isn't he? He goes, oh, yes. He goes, he would always get in the back of the car, and uh, there was always phones in the car. And he said he never had the window down. He, the first thing he would do is ask me to put the window up so I couldn't hear his conversations. They were always secret, very secretive person, did not talk, you know. Again, falls into the real Carl Sagan. Mm-hmm. You know, this man was highly involved with certain things. Uh, and I didn't know later until you know, what it was. It was Majestic 12. So anyway, getting back to Majestic 12. So I got all these papers, 
and it's it's obvious that this group, even though it was formed in 1947, that's when the CIA was formed, shortly after the NSA, the National Security Act was uh, signed on September 18th, 1947, that was not even a month after Roswell happened, a month and then 10 days after Roswell happened, you had the National Security Act, and all these secret agencies were formed, right? And then you had MJ-12 formed at the same time. And this is the group that controlled everything. At some point, that group of people stopped answering to the president. It was after Eisenhower. Eisenhower went after him. They put him in their place. But once Eisenhower was out of office, and it, I think JFK had a little to do with it, because he was pushing, he wanted, he wanted to splinter the CIA into a fucking thousand pieces. I don't even know this. He wanted. Oh, yeah. Yeah, worse. You talked yeah. about a few episodes. Yes, I did. Yeah, man. All right. So, when, after uh, John was knocked off, obviously it was an inside job. Um, when Johnson came in, I think Johnson may have been the last, maybe been the last president who had an idea of what was going on. Maybe Richard Nixon knew a little bit. But that was it. After that, Ford definitely didn't know. Jimmy Carter had no fucking idea. Uh, well, Bush did. Ford. Ford, Ford Bush knew. Ford was. Ford was in the CIA. At the time, wasn't he like a bureau chief or something? Um, I don't know. Gerald Ford. Bush was. Bush was the head uh, of the CIA was. under under. Um, yeah, after Ford was president again. Carter. Carter. So I thought Ford was involved. Well, Ford was involved Back. with the Warren Commission. I know right, that. Right, was okay, the right, Commission. right. But I don't know what he did for the CIA. Now, say I have to look. I don't know if Ford was in the CIA or not. I don't know. But he was the vice president for... Uh, After Agnew resigned. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, yeah. But anyway, so George Bush definitely knew. Oh, yeah. No, no doubt about that. A senior. Um, and then I don't, you know... Reagan knew a little bit because I got MJ-12 papers relating to SDI, by the way, mm -hmm. and the push, you know, the lead scientist pushing and explaining to Reagan in this paper why, you know, this isn't really about a Soviet threat. We have to be thinking outside those terms at this point, okay. you know, a planetary, you know, planetarium type of threat. And that was a really big push for the SDI. It wasn't really the Soviet Union. It was something else. I mean, it's some just fascinating shit. I mean, like, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah, so. Uh, but, yeah, so, anyway, it's very apparent that somewhere along the line, the, the, the gap between who controls what widened, 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 widened. I'm sure there's people within, the, you know, the, the Defense Department. These aren't people who are, you know, elected or put in position by a president. These are bureaucrats who have been there for 20, 30, 40 years. These are the people. These are the gate holders. Yeah. You know, and Bill Clinton said this himself when he tried to get, and he said it on uh, Letterman, and uh, he said, you know, when I tried to, you know, getting into the UFO stuff, you know, I didn't get anywhere. You know, e you know, even even as the president, you know, right. it was apparent to me that there's probably bureaucrats waiting for people like me just to get out of office and continue on what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I mean, and there's just no way they were going to get to this information. You know, it's just. This fascinating stuff. So when people say there's a secret government, they're probably yeah, no, not. 100%. There really is. Yeah. You know, and they have a, like, the guy, all right, here's a good example. Um, the senator uh, that was the former head of the Senate on the Democratic side, he passed away recently, <sighs> Harry Reid. Mm -hmm. Okay. Harry Reid is the one that spearheaded ATIP. 
you know, the undercover UFO investigation right. at the Department of Defense in the Pentagon. He was the one who spearheaded that. He got with some other senators in there. Now, Harry Reid sat on, you know, all the committees, all right, for special assets projects and budget approvals. Special access projects are black budget money. So Harry Reid is one of the ones that had uh, code clearance to know what everything we did with the black project money. He had an idea. Not all the details, obviously it's classified, but he had an idea where that money was going, and he was the one to earmark it for it. All right, it's a money that's untraceable, you know, special access projects. And he said none of the projects they were working on matched what these objects were doing. And this is way before, you know, the, the tapes that we all saw. And he goes, that's when I knew we had a problem, yeah, yeah. you know. So then he's, and he said the amount of pushback he got, and this is an interview I watched from a couple interviews, from the Defense Department and the Pentagon from bureaucrats was just uh, the feet dragging. You know, the Air Force Intelligence, people did no, not doing this, no, just the pushback, the roadblocks. <clears throat> and it really made him worried because then he's like, all right, somebody knows something and there's all these roadblocks in the way and elected officials don't know anything and that's a fucking issue. Yeah. You know, he didn't say the F word, but he said that's an issue. And that made him very, very, very <coughs> concerned and very, very worried that the right people weren't controlling this. Mm -hmm. And this is what led to ATEP being formed, you know, all these other things that now we're seeing, you know, with uh, gingerbread going after the Department of Defense and the Pentagon. Yeah. But, so when, and I'm using this as an example, this is why I know, I'm almost positive now, there's obviously a secret government. They have funds, they're getting the money from somewhere, and I think the secret government is actually very large corporations. I, I would imagine there's probably less than 500 people who know bits and pieces of this. It's crazy you, know? you said that, because so, I, I am under the impression that it's the big tech companies. Yep. And I think, it's just, we, me and my buddy were talking, and this, I don't mean to sidetrack, but me and my buddy, <coughs> I don't think we're far off for big tech companies to put their mascot up, or to say, hey, we're going to run, Google, I'm going to run for president. Right. Yeah. Big corporation. Well, I think they already I, I mean, yeah, but I mean, to the point where it's just <coughs> brazen. Right. Like, hey, I'm Google. We're going to run the country. We have this amount of money. Either, do you, yep. did you follow what I'm saying? Maybe yeah. I'm not articulating it correctly. No, no, I know what you're saying. No. But um, yeah, it's, it's just, it's, 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 it's coincidental. Well, it's not. I don't believe in coincidence, but it's cool that you just said that. I, I don't know. And this is why, you know, there's not just on the Republican side, but there's Democratic centers too. And so they're starting to get together. And like, we need to do something about big tech because they're getting out of control. Yeah, man. You know, they're getting out of control. And it's not just big tech, but it's the military companies. So like Dick Cheney. Okay. You know, Liz Cheney's running for president, right? She's pulling at 4 or 5%, whatever it may be, or 3 or 2%, whatever the fuck it is. But she's in there. She's got more than one. All right. Dick Cheney is right now still alive, and he is definitely an MJ-12 member. There's no doubt in my mind is the former head of Halliburton, that man is not an MJ-12 member. Oh, yeah. He's either one or two or three on that list, Dick Cheney. Mm -hmm. I think uh, Admiral Bobby Inman is number one. I think he's the lead of it right now, but fucking Dick Cheney's right up there with him. So, What makes you say that, though? What makes you think that? About what? About Dick Cheney being... All his connections uh, within the CIA, NSA, uh, the defense industry, former head of Halliburton... Just the people he's... Rubbed elbows. Vice President. Um, 
Yes. The amount of things. He's oh been yes, involved. and the amount of things and dummy corporations, um, you know that run under these. You know, Bobby Inman right now is the head of a dummy corporation. Okay, he's a retired admiral. What's this dummy corporation do? It's a dummy corporation. Right. It's laundering money for secret yeah, projects. Yeah, yes. And this is what they do. This is how they do it. This is how they fund what they're doing. This is the secret government. It's all run through dummy corporations. I mean, that's essentially what's going on with Ukraine, too. Let's just launder that money. Beacon running. So, Nikki's definitely got her hand in the ring. Yeah, she's polling actually better. Her polling is going up. Got her hand in the ring. Yeah. It was just on... Goodness. It had to be Instagram, because that's about the only thing I look at anymore. Candace Owen <laughs> made the comment that she's thinking about political office. She needs there to. There you go. I love that so, chick, dude. Yeah. yeah, she's awesome. She's so, pretty yeah, good, man. Yeah. She's got her shit together. Yeah, she's yeah. pretty good, man. Very smart. And that would throw a damper into the narrative big time. Oh, yeah. Yep. Big fucking time. Yeah, if she was Trump's VP as a VP slot, dude. they could not play the race card. You know, they couldn't play that against him. They couldn't do anything like that. You know, so. I saw that light foot. Yeah, she this. got her ass handed, dude. 17%. Get the fuck out, bitch. <laughs> 17% of the vote she yeah. got. I giggled Get pretty out. hard. I giggled pretty the hard. fucking local dog catcher got more than she did. <laughs> <laughs> we say that, but it's, it's true. true. <laughs> like, the certain shit just can't yeah. be scripted, man. Yeah. Reality stranger yeah. than fiction. And now she's claiming it's based on her race and her gender. Of course. That's well, what of she's course. saying. Of yeah. course. Yeah, yeah. They, I was discriminated against. Of course. Yeah, now I was discriminated against. Just ugly. Leave it at that. <laughs> so, shit. next episode is going to be 100. Yes. So, I got her email address up there. Anyone that's watching the broadcast, well, no one's watching right now, but anyone that watches it later. Feel free to email us if there's anything in the last seven years. Seven yeah, years. Seven, seven years. years. Seven, seven years. Yeah, season seven. Seven years. Uh, Hundred episodes that caught your fancy. I think uh, you and I can talk about. We should come up with our own list of things we thought were better episodes. Okay. I think Kennedy is the top. For me, Kennedy yeah, is the top. Great, uh, that was Kennedy a great episode. Kennedy is top yeah. one. We've we've used that a few times, but. Well, I had dreams about that shit. No, that was a great episode, yeah, man. I was. No, like, oh, I find it interesting. Dreams, there was this whole big revival two months ago about John F. Kennedy being assassinated by the CIA, mm-hmm. and it lasted about a week and disappeared again. Yep. Disappeared again. Disappeared it's just again. crazy, man. Well, because they dropped more fucking files and pretty much yes. said, yeah, we fucking did it. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's, you know, pretty the, much said, we fucking did it. I'm driving down the highway <laughs> listening to you, and it's just clicking to me. I'm like, you know, you can literally look this stuff up on your own. Yeah. And see the proof in the pudding. Yeah. I mean, they literally. <laughs> and this is this is the problem with seven or six corporations controlling the media. Yeah. They, they won't because it damages so many people. They won't print these stories. They won't do the research, and it's not even hard research. And that, that's it's exactly right what it is. It's all declassified. Here's you can the fucking thing: that, you, need. You, you can go on Reddit. <laughs> yeah. And you got people on Reddit yeah. that will go through thousands of documents and yep. pull out the most poignant parts of it. Yep. Like, you know, I, I've done that for JFK. I did that. When they when they released the papers about um, Hitler, and um, you know possibly being in South America, Argen- right. Argentina, Argentina, I believe. Argentina. Yeah. Um, MLK being literally they they and they admitted to it that he was killed by the FBI. <laughs> like right. it's just wild shit to me. And it's like you say this stuff to people, and they're like, "Okay, put your put your tinfoil back on, dude." And it's like, dude, you're just a fucking idiot. Yeah. 
No, and that's the problem with American... And it's even worse now. And Carl Sagan actually talked about this on Letterman, by the way. And this is fascinating. Year, we're talking 20 years ago, 25 years ago. And he said he really worried about the future uh, because information will be coming so rapidly, so yes. fast, yep, it'll yep, be yep. so hard for people to focus it split second, move on to something else, yeah, dude. and all this narrative is being missed. Yeah, dude. You know, and he, he, he nailed it. And Robert Lazar said this too. He said, the problem today, he goes, I feel really bad for the future generation because even now, the amount of, the, the line of bullshit that comes out is so quick, you can't decipher it because there's another line of bullshit so fast. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just... And you know, I think a lot of people, I don't, they don't want to know. No, and that's true. People... Their they're universe, yes. yeah, their universe is created. They live in a box. Yes. They, go, they work all day. They come home. They see their family. They make mm -hmm. dinner. They watch TV with everybody. The same show. They have the same conversations. They go to bed. They do it next the day. They feed the dogs. Get the cats. And they do whatever. it until they fucking die. Yeah, yes. exactly. And, that, and that's their universe. And they don't want to fucked up. It's comfortable. People, yeah, people do not like change. Do not. It, people are resistant to change. Yeah. Human beings are. So anything you throw in that equation that fucks up their point of view of what the universe really is, mm -hmm. they don't like that shit. Yeah, it man. weirds them out. And I think that's a huge reason why things have been classified as far as UFO. Dude, that, you got millions of people in the world. As soon as you say with undeniable, refu un, undeniable proof their deities, their books, their scriptures kind of doesn't hold as much weight anymore. Their right. faith is being challenged. Right. You know, and that's a scary proposition to a lot of people. Like I just said it earlier, you know, like for me, my fear is of the unknown. I don't really fear change. I just don't fucking like it. <laughs> you know, but at the right. end of the day, you've got to adapt. Yeah. you got to adapt. And yeah. I think people just don't want to know, dude. I'm the kind of person where if I'm interested in something and I want to know about it, I look it up. I mean... Now you, I don't even have to go to the library anymore. I got it right here, you know. Put on my VPN and go on a different website so Google doesn't censor the shit. And I read many articles and come to my own conclusion. Yep, it's way to be. Unfortunately, most people aren't like that. <laughs> so we just finished up Black History Month. Oh, really? We did. Oh, yeah, man. So we went right into women's I am, history year. I am listening to. When's transgender month? <laughs> I am listening to a gentleman, black African American gentleman, who talked about the twenty-five biggest lies perpetrated by whoever, and he is. The, the section we're on now is basically how MLK was a fraud, mm -hmm. was a socialist, mm. and if the truth were known about just how Devious. immoral yeah. and deviant he was, we would not have out that that civil rights didn't work. And you think about it, you guess as all this, but you think about it, civil rights was. Back in the, the 60s, it's been 60 years, 60 plus years, and it took it took blacks 60 years to get where they are today, and it took the LGBTQ group 10 to 15? Six years. Okay. To be at the same kind of level of being accepted. That 
you would think in 60 years, the, the African-American, the, the, black, the black segment of our population would be in a far better place than they are, but they're still bitching and complaining about the same things they were bitching and complaining about 60 years ago. Just my little piece for Black History Month. Okay. <laughs> history hasn't history hasn't changed much. Oh, shit. I have no comment on this. Well, I, I, I no, I, I get it. I get it. I'm I'm a racist. I get it. But I say I just I just find it interesting because I'm listening to this guy talk and it's it's an African American talking about this whole thing and he's he's very religious. I think that's where he draws a lot of his conclusions from mm-hmm. his Christian religion is that. You can't, you can't accomplish moral goals if you're not a moral person. Yeah. And he he is, he is, very clearly states that MLK was not a moral person. Well, I, I look, I've never researched in depth about Martin Luther King. I, never I get that. I've done some. And now, I'm now I'm going to have to and now dive I, deep I think into a lot of people. Life. Thank I, you very much. I think a lot of people haven't, and Good. I think if they actually did, yeah. They'd be you'd be a little surprised, shocked and surprised. And uh, someone else was talking about, um, you know, no one talked about the whole month, twenty-eight days, however many hundred thousand hours in, in February. No one talked about the the first twelve African American politicians in this country were Republicans. Mm. That you know they don't they don't they very they cherry pick the history very. Well, of well, course, no, man. Well, no, that's this is, but that's. I'm just saying. Yeah, just saying. this is how our society works. But unfortunately, as Morgan Freeman said, <laughs> you you stop racism by stop talking about. It. There you go. What a concept. That was a great interview, Mike Wallace. You've seen you've seen that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anyways, I guess that was my two cents. Well, that's, but, I mean, that's wonderful. I appreciate you sharing that. There's some, there's some truth to it. I mean, I've done a little bit of research on it too because I've heard the looking for the cross. I've, <laughs> I've heard that too. I've heard that I, not from the gentleman that you're talking about, but just reading about it. You know, that's why Hoover had an extensive file on him. Oh, Hoover had an extensive file. On him. I have really fucking hate what tried to get John. But I mean, reported like five times. You know, the conclusion <laughs> that I came to. Yeah, dude. The conclusion I came to was he was a deviant. Uh, like undeniably, a deviant. Yeah, I'm gonna have to look into it. And, I but I think he did. Yeah, listen, dude. Everybody has their. We all have our demons. We yeah. all have our. Well, right. And I'm not judging him based yeah. on that. I think he meant well, but I also firmly 100% believe he was a plan. Well, like I said he really didn't. If you look at, if you look at the overall benefit to the to the okay. to the black race, right. Wait, it wait, wasn't there. Wait, now, listen, wait. There's okay, duality so, in everything, right, Jeff. Yeah, right? Look at look at Gandhi. Remember Gandhi? He, he, did, he, he did nothing for the black race. No, no, listen, no. Gandhi, another another one that did nothing for the African Americans. Right, right. But the, the problem with Gandhi, or not the problem. All right, Gandhi's a perfect example of a man who did amazing things, you know, for his country, created a country. Yeah, know. he was a piece of shit. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, yeah. Well, I want to say he was a piece of shit. Listen, let me finish. Be his wife. Well, well, that he, was a MLK too. But. He, um, yeah. he definitely couldn't keep it in his pants. <laughs> you know, he he loved women. You know, Gandhi loved women. That's a fact. Hey, you know, walk around that bike all day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I don't mean to cut you off, but it's right. crazy you said that. So I listened to a radio show on Z100, Ellis Duran in the morning. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you guys have heard of his name. If not, popular show. His co-host, her name is Gandhi. 
Oh, that's Gandhi's great granddaughter. Oh, really? She just said the same shit. See, there you go. See, I'm just saying. I, I said he was a great man, but he loved women's. I and, that's, and the reason I say that is because I did research into him. I know who he was. Now I haven't done Martin Luther King, but I'm going. You got to. to. Dude, there's, there's some crazy <laughs> shit. And like I said, man, like especially when you read the FBI files about him. There's duality in everything, right? You got MLK, Malcolm X. MLK's good. He's light. Malcolm X, violent, bad. Well, well he was pious. <clears throat> I think he was. I know. So, meaning that he didn't have the same. Um, who was the Who was the guy that was in charge uh, before Malcolm? Malcolm X looked up to him. There was a gentleman. Sure. No, 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 no. He's no, part no. of the nation. Yeah, and he was... I know who you're talking about. He was holier than hell, but he was banging everything. It was left and right, young girls, everything. He was a really piece of shit. And when Emil, uh, when uh, Malcolm X found out about it, he called him out for it. Yes. You know, so anyway, there's some history there. I know a little about that. Uh, Elijah Muhammad. Yes. Now, that guy was a piece of shit. And, so. and when I say Malcolm X was bad, I'm, I don't mean bad. Right. I'm, I'm just saying the duality of, of the way, the perception uh, of the way that were told to perceive it, but if you really do some some research on good old uh, Mark, yeah, I had to wear more of this shit. Than good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was doing earlier. I didn't know they made yeah. Viagra in fucking hundred and fifty milligrams. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you get old. Feels hey, harder in four days. Is really? that time. really Viagra? Well, well, it's empty now. But yeah. <laughs> It's not for me. I was just for talking shit, dude. For a friend, I'm Pete. Sorry. <laughs> so hippo laws, hippo laws. So it's a tether. <laughs> for a friend. The kids found it. Oh, no Jesus wonder, Christ. No wonder Canner. No wonder Canner's been having some problems at school. Anyways, all right. I guess time we wrap this shit up because oh, God. we are going down a bad, bad place. Um, yeah, so next episode will be the 100th. We should probably do a little retrospect, talk about some things. Yeah. Um, Seven years in review, man. We should send a, send an email to CIA to tell them to tune in. I think they already are. Oh no, they're, they are because there was that <laughs> massive download. It's a massive yeah, download. buddy, I heard to, that on the episode to Virginia. Yeah, of all our episodes, like seventy-seven went to Virginia. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that can't be good. Yeah, that could have been my brother though. He listened. Well, it could be. Years, so. <laughs> Maybe, but. Uh, <coughs> We're international, man. India, New Guinea, New Zealand, New York, California, Germany, Ireland. Ukraine. I don't know if we gave in Ukraine. Or I think we did. did Russia we? or Ukraine, we got something, yeah. Russia. So. This is this is going back two years ago, I think we found yeah. we hit a bunch of hips there. Yeah. So, so. I'm gonna get crucified. So Russia's not all bad. Some in some <laughs> South Africa. That's my motherland right there. No, We're not all bad, yeah. dude. It was once in South Africa that got me. I'm like, who the fuck is listening to us in Mozambique? I don't know. <laughs> but anyways. All right. That's all I got, Jeff, for gang? Uh, no, but... Uh, no, hey, I just want to say thank you for having me. Um, I just wanted to... Add, this was interesting. I wanted to add my two cents real quick before we wrap it up about Black History Month. Um, as a Slavic people, we are now recognized as people of color. Really? by the Community Coalition of People of Color out yeah. of Oregon. So I just want to say, what's up, my niggas? Of Oregon. <laughs> I appreciate you guys. Good Lord. Thank uh, you. 
Slavic too, so I guess. I'm oh, not not of Oregon, Portland. Excuse Portland. Me. Portland. There you go. Uh, yeah, we're. Walmart. Oh no, yeah, Portland. Hey, yeah, shit. Walmart's left. <laughs> Starbucks <laughs> is left. They're just fucking. Yeah, man, and the uh, hippie nation. The Slovak nation. We're out here, dude. We're out here in hippie, droves, dude. Hippie love fest, spaghetti dinner festival. Anyways, <laughs> this <laughs> is <laughs> let's talk it all. And www.letstalkitall.com. Yes. And we are 100% right. 50% of the time. 50% of the time. Or more. I think we're a little bit, I think we're a little above 50% of the time. It just may take a few years to catch up to us. That's right. But, uh, folks, thanks for joining in. Petey, good Thank safe you. trip on the way back. Thanks for having me. All right. Thank you for coming, sir. Thank appreciate you for it. having me. I appreciate it. Opinions expressed on this program are those of the expressor and do not necessarily represent those of the owner management or anyone else this program is meant for mature listeners and some of the language and topics may not be suitable for younger or sensitive individuals if you are easily offended or have a delicate constitution you may want to turn the program off now the program uses facts fiction sarcasm and parody and any references to specific individuals that may or may not have done something is based on something found on the internet. Yeah, Use discretion when listening and always <laughs> feel free to double what? check our Why? information if you want. The kid. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.